BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. It's Friday, September 14, 2018, and you're listening to Up to Date, our weekly recap of science in the news. Indre is off this week. I want to talk about that Apple event and all of the science claims that came out in regards to the Apple Watch. So the Apple Watch is going on sale and it's going to cost 18 kajillion dollars per every other Apple product. But that's not what sort of caught my eye. What caught my eye was all of the discussion of health claims, particularly about your heart rhythm and the ways they can better diagnose certain conditions related to your heart rhythm and how they were talking about it. They've always made some health claims that like the watch is going to help you monitor your heartbeat and that's going to lead to better results with your physician. But now they've taken it a step farther. So Apple announced that now they have FDA certification on the Apple Watch. Let's unpack what that means. So Apple applied for something called de novo certification. It's an FDA process that was opened about 10 years ago. And this was really designed for medical devices that are coming on the market that were relatively low risk for the end consumer, meaning they pose no health risk to be used. So not like a, a medical stent uh, that would be inserted into your heart if you had uh, like a, a bypass surgery uh, or you needed to uh, have an angioplasty. Those are high risk metal devices. We need to assure they work. So they have to go through rigorous FDA certification. This is more like how a 23andMe would be certified, where uh, as long as the information coming back to you is mostly right or accurate to a high enough degree that uh, and you're encouraged to seek uh, e extensive medical help if you have sort of quote unquote sort of positive results, they see this as a low risk venture. In fact, 23andMe has this de novo certification for its genetic test. Well, Apple, by getting this genetic uh, this certification, is touting this as a huge deal. And I think if you opened up Twitter that day, you would see most reactions from tech press. I would sort of temper that and say. This is a big deal, but it's not a huge deal. It's a big deal from the perspective of a technology company finally taking their electronics device that comes out on a yearly or whatever 18-month timescale and saying, we're going to go through the expensive, time-consuming FDA process to ensure that the claims that we're making are valid and tested by a, a, a reputable third party. I think that's a big deal because FDA certifications usually do take a long time, up to a year, even for this de novo certification. So we're seeing some sense that, hey, Apple's going to take this to the next level. But it, 
it's not the kind of certification that says the Apple Watch is a diagnostic tool that can replace what you see in the hospital. I think most reasonable people don't think about it that way. But if you listen to the Apple keynote, it almost came off a little bit like, hey, we're heading to the point where your watch is going to be a diagnostic tool. And that's not what this FDA certification says. This week's episode is brought to you by Campaign Monitor. When it comes to email marketing, there's so much more that goes into creating smart and effective campaigns than what meets the eye. That's why Campaign Monitor created an easy-to-use email marketing platform complete with simple drag-and-drop email editor and award-winning 24-7 customer service. Campaign Monitor gives you everything you need to run a beautifully designed professional email marketing campaign to grow your business. With their gallery of beautiful professionally designed templates, all of which look amazing on every device, you're bound to find something that will make your brand pop. And since Campaign Monitor uses detailed lists, smart segments, your messages instantly drive more engagement. No wonder it's used by more than 250,000 businesses worldwide. And it's the highest rated in customer satisfaction among major email marketing software vendors. To start Building your smart and beautiful email newsletters today. Try Campaign Monitor for free at CampaignMonitor.com. Again, that's CampaignMonitor.com. Two, let's talk about AFib. AFib is atrial fibrillation, which is a condition by which your heart essentially goes out of rhythm. It's an irregular heartbeat, if you will. Uh, a lot of people have this. Estimates say one in four Americans actually has AFib in some way, shape, or form. This increases your risk for stroke, or if you're prone to heart disease, increases your risk of heart attack. So it's a big, big deal. Now, they made claims that AFib is now going to be, be able to be tested for using this new EKG, ECG app. Let's talk about this app. This is essentially an electrocardiogram, EKG, ECG, same thing, just a different acronym. The K was for cardio in German with a K. Uh, and what they said is they did extensive testing with, with partners that have shown that this has potential. They were going to release an app later this year, so the app's not out yet for you to actually get the ECG to actually test for AFib. And Stat News actually went to the FDA and got... Uh, a sense of what the data that was submitted related to this app that's going to be used to certify this product. Um, so first of all, rewinding the clock, last year, Apple conducted a study with the on the watch. Actually, let me take that back. UCSF conducted a study on Apple Watches to conduct AFib. They had 51 patients enroll. Uh, the administrator put the watch on the people and then had it measure the results to see if these people actually had AFib compared to the diagnostic tool in the hospital, they found it had 97% accuracy of, of sort of figuring it out compared to the diagnostic tool, which is essentially certified at about 99% uh, detection level. That's pretty darn accurate, but it's not a diagnostic level. So, and that's a very small sample size. And there are concerns about the fact that the administrator put the watch on the patient themselves. So we're not getting sort of a true real world example of how people might be using the watch. Stat News went to the FDA and got more data about what uh, was submitted. And essentially, there was two sets of data submitted, one from the Stanford Heart Study, which is essentially an ongoing study that's going through the end of this year. And we'll see some uh, public results probably early next year. 
they had 226 people examined using the app that had been classified with an irregular heartbeat, uh, but not necessarily the kind of irregular heartbeat that's AFib. Uh, they these people wore an Apple Watch, but also a traditional wearable heart monitor and moved around normally for like about a week. During that period, 41 percent of the people had some sort of irregular heartbeat. The app picked up something in 79 percent of those cases, which isn't, you know, nearly a diagnostic level in the cases where the app picked something up. Uh, there's estimates that probably about 45% of them had AFib. Uh, so the EKG app would have had some positive predictive value, but it was certainly not diagnostic level. So essentially that means like more than half the time that it picks up something quote unquote wrong, only half the time it'll be correct in that assessment. So that's a, a lot of false positives in this early stage. I'm sort of assuming if they're really releasing this EKG app later this year, that that number might actually be lower than what we see come out in the study. Uh, that's just a guess based on the fact that that's a really high number of false positives for Apple to be claiming what we saw on stage. All that being said, uh, I still think this is an incredible predictive tool for millions of people that probably don't even know they have any risk or potentially have AFib at all. And I realize there's a lot of concern about um, so many false positives and, and uh, doctor's visits uh, when you don't have risk symptoms. I think that really comes down to the user experience that Apple delivers in this, that maybe they're going to check for many, many times and only when there's multiple occurrences actually kind of alert the user that something may be going on here and follow-up is, is necessary. Uh, moreover than that, I think we'll normalize pretty quickly in, in terms of those false positives and encourage more people that have risk symptoms for this to actually uh, reach out to their physician and talk about this. Uh, and lastly, I think the real positive benefit here is Apple is a heavyweight. When Apple says something, people pay attention, tech press picks it up, mainstream press picks it up. And if Apple is talking about AFib, all of a sudden we're talking about AFib as a country, as a globe. And because of the prevalence of this condition, I don't see that as a bad thing. Yes, they're using it to sell watches. But even if they're able to save a small number of lives, I think it's overall worth it. Uh, I think the problem with false positives is non-trivial. It could amount to a lot of costs uh, to to the hospital healthcare system in the short run. But I think the overall net benefit for us being more educated about a about the number one killer for uh, for us in the world right now in heart disease and one of those key areas within heart disease that we have very little answers for in AFib, I think it's smart. They need there's a lot of work to be done here. And I have my doubts that Apple will ever be able to get to the diagnostic levels that are required in the hospital. But at least for the moment, we have some positive signs. And if they can take those positive signs and refine them upward to something where it's a useful predictive tool uh, as a precursor for getting tested in a hospital, I think all of this will be worthwhile. I will say the last part 
uh, of the Apple Health presentation regarding the watch I thought was the most valuable, which is its fall detection. Uh, the CDC reports that uh, up to 27,000 Americans die from falls every year. Uh, a fair number of those are due to people that have falls and unable to uh, reach uh, emergency personnel in a timely manner. Uh, most of those uh, falls are occurring with people over the age of 65. If the fall detection works, as they said in the in the keynote presentation, where it has new ways of using the accelerometer uh, to intelligently tell if a fall is actually occurring uh, and then automatically make calls if the person is non-responsive for for a minute. Uh, I think that's a huge benefit to this uh, to our medical system. And that's one where I think, yes, there may be false positives, but the risk there is false positive calls to 911, which cost us money. But at least that's something I think we can absorb as a society for the potential benefit of saving hundreds, if not even potentially thousands of lives with a device like this. I myself have two parents over the age of 80. And when I saw that, I thought to myself, hey, this might be a thing. I get them now um, because, you know, in the in the case that they do fall and don't have somebody else around them, uh, this may save their life. It was an interesting presentation from Apple. I did not care for the level of excitedness they used adjectives to describe these uh, these tools, but I do think Apple making a foray into uh, into our health uh, is a sign of the times. We're going to see more technology products uh, enter this marketplace. Uh, it's fair to treat them with a level of skepticism and understand the studies beneath uh, that are informing the, these technology developments. Uh, but I also think it's it's reasonable to be excited, especially when they are targeting huge potential areas to prevent. Uh, fatalities and uh, healthcare costs in our system. And that's the best we can expect from it. That's it for Up to Date this week. We'll be back next week. See you then. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com.